Welcome to another recording at the Chrome Dome. Back at it again. Getting ready to talk to my uh, good friend and Anton Church. He's currently residing in China um, and he's just trying to get back home. Uh, he left to go back there a few weeks ago and he's quarantined in a place and COVID tested every day. But uh, that's just a little lead up to uh, today's experience. It's going to be a little bit of a longer podcast, but uh, it's a little bit of an informative too. And if you're an international traveler, you know what to expect if you go back to China. So get ready for the episode. It's a great start to the weekend. It's on. Keep it going. Here we go. Talking to my brother, Mike Church, Mr. Anton. Oh, yeah. How's it go? Uh, M. Anton. M. Anton. Yeah. And you're stuck in Shanghai! Shanghai! Hi. Can you say it louder? Shanghai! Shanghai! <laughs> you don't want to offend their neighbors. <laughs> You might never yeah, get out of that place. <laughs> oh, man, I feel sorry for you, bro. So how long are you stuck there for? That's what's undetermined right now. How long have you uh, been there for? Well, I've been in Shanghai for the uh, for 14 days. Uh, now it's 15 days because I, I just uh, got put into what's called a green code hotel. Uh, so because I had a green code to leave my hotel, uh, they moved me into here until they can lift the, uh, the lockdown in the city. Right. And that, but if they don't lift the lockdown, then you can't leave. Correct. Right. And they, they, you, if I remember you telling me before, like a couple of days ago that they're potentially going to do that on Tuesday. Well, no, there's nothing determined right now. Okay. Uh, I'm saying I'm hoping Tuesday, you know. Oh, but like, right. Yesterday, there was some news that they might not do it until May 1st. Okay. Which would be, be maddening. You know? What, did you can't leave till May 1st? No, that they'll remove the lockdown on May 1st. Oh, so you're under lockdown right now. The city is under lockdown. Shanghai is under lockdown right now. Yeah. Okay. And you're not allowed to go anywhere. No, you can't, you can't leave. If you leave, you'll be arrested. Right. And what well, should be bad news for you, you'd lose all your pieces and bullshit. Get well, some. Yeah, I mean, right? if, if I get arrested, it would probably. They'll put you in prison. Oh, so, yeah, well, yeah, or put you in prison. I, I mean, I'm just making uh, an assumption there. I don't know. I mean, they, they would detain me in prison. Uh, yeah. The consulate would get 
Jesus then, Christ. So you're trapped. You're like trapped yeah. in a cave with a fucking lion outside going. Arr. That's how I refer to it. Jesus. Oh. And all the things that you did just to even get to Shanghai. Shanghai, 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 Shanghai. You know what? I'm going to. Next bitch I bang her, I'm just going to go Shanghai, Shanghai, Shanghai. <laughs> There's a laugh. Oh, man. So. May 1st. So why, why are they under lockdown right now? Because they have a high number of cases, so right now I think it's. I can I can look. Give me a second. I can give you the exact number. Oh sure, yeah. Now is this like a, a new strain, or is this like all the strains combined, or? This is this is Omicron. Oh, it's Omni. Oh. But, well, they, they 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 say it's 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 more than one variant going on. Okay. Uh, Why did this all? What, so, I, so what, the, the logic behind why they, this all occurred like they, rapidly is what's that? The, the the reason why this all occurred so rapidly is because why? Like I thought everything was under control around the globe. Well, we don't know how it came into the country. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. I don't watch the uh, news, so I'm not so, caught up on worldly events. I don't give a fuck. There is nearly 5,000 confirmed cases. Yeah. 141,808 asymptomatic cases. Wow. That's a lot. And yesterday, there were 1,015 confirmed cases, 22,609. So the numbers keep rising because... Okay. It's like a heat zone. The day before, it was only like 600 cases, and the day before that, it was only 300. Oh man, I think so. It's it's freaking me out because the, and what I think the the reason numbers are rising like that is just because more people test. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Well, obviously numbers are gonna. Is they put these people in a queue to be tested, and they're all on top of each other, not doing social distancing. I mean, and uh, the lines go for like six weeks. They go on for a long. Like, I thought it was a joke. They were, like, building the line. Well, they are because it's spread by. It's, yeah, it's spread in the air. It's like instead, it's, it, instead of testing people on the street, they should just go door to door. Well, how are they testing people on the street? I thought you can't. I thought you're under lockdown. But that's the thing. They want people to come out to get tested. Oh, and that's Jesus. how you spread. What the? Fuck? There's, there's no. There's no thought process. There's no logic. Yeah. This is Shanghai. 
saying hi to Shimon Shimon. Now, yesterday, uh, I'm not making fun of the name. I just, I just think it's a hilarious uh, name. Like, where are you from? I'm from Shanghai. You Asian? It's my the, la- the last name. The leaders of Shanghai were fired by the, by the Communist Party hmm. yesterday. I don't know, man. Now that you're saying this, a lot of this stuff, I don't, I don't. I'll pray for you, man. I don't have much confidence in it, though. Yeah, I, I mean, looking at it from a realist standpoint, it's like if numbers keep dragging up, the, the lockdown's going to remain. And you want to leave on what Monday or Tuesday? Right. Oof. So what? So do, let's say you get a flight. For example, let's say you score a flight for mon for Monday, and you pay okay. whatever. Um, uh, you know, what, what's their, what's their currency over there? Uh, UN? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, how much is a flight UN? Well, they can, they can vary. So the interesting thing is the flight I was trying to get, uh, yesterday afternoon was 300, uh, UN, which would be about, roughly about 40 to 45 dollars. Okay, right. And that's uh, worth, that's worth, that's worth, to me, that's worth a shot. 40, 50 bucks. It's not like right. you're blowing a hundred. So now if that flight, now if you're under lockdown and that you can't get on that flight, you lose your money, right? No. Uh, if they cancel the flight, they give you a This is not your fault. Okay. Wow. Uh, but I couldn't seem to purchase a ticket at that time. I guess maybe too many people were trying to buy the ticket at the same time or something. I don't know. Right. But I kept uh, telling to so finally, later that afternoon, I finally got the ticket. But at that point, it was now 1,100 uh, RMB. And, okay. and at that point, it's now, what, $160, $170? Yeah, so it keeps increasing. And yeah, which makes sense. It's, oh, Jesus. Now, okay, so you, you quarantined there, and that's when you left from the States, correct? Right. Yeah. So you did your lockdown, you did your whole play card. Um, now you're trying to move on to the next spot, which is, where are you trying to fly to next? Uh, Guangzhou. And that's home, or that's another's pit stop? Yeah, that's home. Okay. So we get you out of there. Uh, to can you say the name again? From, from here to Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Yeah. Guangzhou, like Quan Joe. Kong, Kong or Kong, like King Kong. It's like Wong, but with a G in front of it. Oh, Guangzhou. So Guang, Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Shanghai to Guangzhou! Jesus. I don't know. I'm going know. to Canton. How about that? Does that make it easier? I'm going to Canton. Canton? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I have a hard time hearing as it is. And my B's, C's, and D's, and E's, fuck it. I, you tell me D, and I say you said B. And we could argue about that. Um, no, nah, I just, but I, but I, I like um, understanding culture too. And um, 
new names. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of like when I was uh, in my one my one podcast, I was talking about Francis, the uh, the Red Sparrow. Uh, it was a song I, I knew. I so in the morning I'd wake up. I'd wake up. Well, not wake up, but I was like, you know, just kind of. I had my eyes closed, trying to sleep, and I couldn't. But it was it was just a relaxing feeling because it was actually quiet, and I knew I was going to be bothered for two hours. I had between five and seven, totally fine. They came in, blood work got done, my vitals got done. Okay, here's my two hour rest period because it's seven a.m. Shift change. The new nurse comes in. Hi, I'm so and so taking over for that. Curtis is a good guy. Then, you know, obviously my nurse was like, Curtis is a great guy. You don't have to worry about him. Everything's fine. Well, that kind of led into some bad things because then they thought I was so independent that they didn't need to check me at all. And, you know, I'm filling up jugs of, I mean, let's put it to you this way. I almost, I mean, they took almost 28 pounds of liquid out of me, you know, in two, in like two and a half days. So obviously you're hooked up to a heart. You know, you, they're monitoring your heart. And then, you know, they, uh, every day I had gotten um, a, some kind of scan of my heart just to make sure, you know, it, it's it's solid enough. Because this time when the infection turned around, it attacked my heart and it attacked my lungs, which is what almost sent me into cardiac arrest when the ambulance picked me up. So it's like, you know, and they're just like, I don't know how, Curtis, we don't know how you do it. I'm like, I do. I don't want to go anywhere. And I'm sick of this battle. I'm tired of, tired of battling, man. And, you know, and, and I was like, I don't know what I'm battling. I'm like, you know, like I've learned, maybe I haven't learned enough lessons. Maybe I've, maybe I've screwed up enough in life, which I don't think I did. I've always been trying to be good natured person. You know, general overall, just, not screw anything up or screw a bank over or anything. I mean, I never did anything like that. <coughs> but, um, you know, it's just like, man, how many life lessons do you have to learn? I mean, you took my driving privileges away. You have me on medications I don't want to be on. I don't like pharmaceuticals, so I can't do a natural thing. And now I'm, when I'm in the hospital, I got to conform to when they want to give me my medication and when they want to feed me. I can't just pick up and eat whenever I want, what I want. I, you know, and I, I so I, I had one of my moments and, uh, you know, I, I apologized for it because I was, I was an asshole, but I was like, if I said, I, I took nutrition at Penn State, like it, it was a class, I wrote about it, A in it. Like I did my research, whatever. I have friends that are nutritionists. I was like, I don't need this nutritionist telling me what my body needs. I know what my body needs and everybody's body's different. I don't eat your schedule and I don't take my medications at your levels. Now my body's adjusting to that, it's screwing everything up. And then the medications that I'm on, like, especially when you're doing it intravenously, I know as soon as they turn it on, I know. I just I just get overwhelmed with this like sensation of just it's it's almost nauseous. It's like borderline nauseous, you know, but I know that my body needs it because that's what's 
like that's how in tune with my body I am. And I'm just like, uh, they're like, you're right. I'm like, yeah. And then they give me everything. But so they're giving me everything all at once. And I know like some of it, like it raises my heart rate. Um, one makes me somewhat nauseous. The other one makes me have to like when they inject it, like I literally have to pee and like within 10 to 20 minutes and I'm filling up like a freaking jug of liquid. And it's just like, man, I know I'm killing my kidneys. Like, it's just, it gets to a point where I'm like, enough is enough. And I've been doing this battle for freaking three months because a lot of the guys that were taking care of me, the nurses, um, they remembered me from when I was in back in February when I was there for five days. And they're like, why are you back here again? I'm like, you know, I don't know. I asked my body that. It's nothing I'm doing. You know, Jesus. Right. So, and they got it. They're like, well, we always liked you because, you know, like we listen to you and you know your stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, I know my, I research it like a doctor. I asked the doctors for the materials that I need to research. I asked for how they got this information. I want, I want, I have access to everything because, you know, going to the hospital I go to is also, you know, part of the program I'm, I was working on my Bachelor of Science through. So I don't name drop that, but I mean, it's like, it's all, it all coexists and works well together. And then what screws everything up with a lot of the doctors that leave there after they get trained and um, certified and specialized and whatever else, they go on and do their own practice. And then they develop their, you know, to be their own, they develop their own um, mythologies and methods the way they want to you know do, do determinations like every doctor is different they all want to have their own niche because obviously the more patients they have the more money they make you know it's a business man that's what bs about it so i know how to sniff that out and i only research hang on yeah i only research the best doctors that want to take care of my body and my the specialists i have for my liver like uh, that doctor was a little spooked but i did my background because i i was straight up forward with the doctor and i was just like she's like yeah well i researched you too and i'm like i know you did like we researched each other that's what's great so this last um experience i had the hospital the internal like the overall director of internal medicine came to visit me because he wanted to let me know that, hey, listen, this is what I want to get you prepared for. If you want another liver, you're going to be in a panel of 32 doctors and specialists and nutritionists and, you know, whatever. And we're all going to be sitting in front, you know, you, you're going to be, you know, we're all going to like throw stuff at you. You're going to be interviewed. I was like, oh, I can handle that. I mean, I've I've done five panels for a job already and made it well through that. And I can handle 32 because I'm going to tell you all the same thing. And whatever question you're going to shoot at me, I'm going to have an answer for it. And I'm going to tell you where it's dictated from. They're like He goes, I know. And that's what we love about you. You like, he goes, most people, they don't understand. And they just don't care anymore. I'm like, no, I care. I'm 46. I want to live. I have, I have so much more to live in front of me. Have a lot of things going on and i can't i said 
when I'm taken away from the things that I truly love doing, which is obviously this is my newfound love, podcasting. Um, but you're taking me away from my artwork, listening to music, creating music, um, taking, you know, photography, seeing things that, you know, other people don't see, writing, creative writing. You know, when you take me away from all that and I, and confine me to a fucking prison cell in a bed, it's actually a little bit comfortable, but, you know, I can't sleep in it because I can't move in it. And I'm hooked up to like two different, I have two different IV machines running through me. It's not dialysis, but you know, it's like, you got all this shit just going in and out of you. It's just like, oh my God. And so when you do get, you know, a couple of visitors that are able to come in and I realize, and I get everybody has their own life, children, families, jobs. But, um, you know, when you actually get that physical visit, like, just it really heightens your like thank you like appreciation value love value like you know you know that there's care there and obviously if i was in there i know you would come and visit or like you know my brothers aren't coming to visit because i talk to them every day and we don't need to have that kind of fluid thing and my mom knows if she comes in she drives me nuts um i just tell her to leave <laughs> Because she gets all emotional and I, I just, I start speaking the truth and some people don't like some of the truths I say, but it's just, it's the truth. But am I, you know, like, I just want you to know where I'm coming from. But I mean, everything that I feel is the way I feel, but positivity is what creates energy in me. I mean, I'm just, so, I mean, it just comes to a point where I'm tired of being in pain. I'm tired of suffering i'm tired of going through these experiences and every every two weeks i'm in the hospital for something different it's like a new thing it's like two steps forward six steps back like it sucks and like i know my body's not failing me it's talking to me it's just saying we need help here we need help here we need help there okay well um let's fix the first thing first and then we can fix everything else like you almost have to be an engineer to understand it, the body and, you know, be a designer or an actual engineer, you know, it's just to, to get that. But I've been exposed to a lot of different things in life where I can handle this. Um, that's what's great. And like I said, I you was know, reading more of your book in, in the have nots and um, the stories are cool. Um, I, but I take it a little bit at a time. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to read it and say, okay, that was cool. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm taking my time. Yeah. I, I'm taking my time reading it. I mean, I bought that back in what, December, I think. And I'm only on. Okay. Yeah. So I'm only on, where am I at? Listed here. I'm only on page. I'd probably be paddled harder or longer than the other girls if the nuns knew for sure I was also mulatto. The other girls never excluded me for being different, but they would certainly keep their distance if Warren was with me. Yeah, so you're reading Unwanted. Yeah, Yeah. so that's, it's uh, a very beginning. Lots of people tell me that's one of their favorites. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying I'm taking my time with it. I mean, I have 
because you don't have your page numbers on here. You know, it's like, like it's, it's it's great stuff. So this other person that reached out to me that wants to join my podcast in June, um, he's a uh, he writes books and he's on Amazon and he has a website and he's all about spirituality and he's got some really cool stuff and like you know he saw my podcast and then wrote me an email and uh, said he'd love to join it and just like. You know he's not going to preach to the world like he wants to develop a, an idea so you know kind of like okay let's talk about these general ideas but it's because he likes wow let's see this is cool it's kind of like your book here um battle for men like i'm just flipping through battle for memories face the battle even though you're you'll lose the war yeah so i can't so i'm excited to read stuff like that or like echoes heard near the lake Maynard woke up early on this Monday morning and planned for something unusual to do. Some would suppose it's not the unusual for most to do go get a little R&R, but for Maynard, it was a rare as can be. Right. Battle for Memories. Do you mind if I read this aloud? Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. But I have to, I have to pre, uh, I have to preface that uh, I am not a poet, uh, so this was the only poem I put in there because. Well, I like it because I'm uh, overlooking. I'm looking it, over it. It, it, it fit with the, the rest of the themes, so uh, so I put it in there. Well, no, what caught my yeah, attention was face the battle, you know, you'll lose the war. The have-nots. I mean, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a march. It's kind of like a march of an army, you know. Um, so, battle for memories. It's written by. M. Anton Church that we have currently uh, on the Chrome Dome. Um, but he's also a good friend, close friend, friend of the family. Uh, so this is called Battle for Memories. Face the battle, even though you'll lose the war. Dance your way into hearts and belt out guffalls. Did I say that correct? I don't know the word. Guffalls. Okay, I don't know the word. Uh, the moment... Okay. The moments may go, but hold on while you can. Remembered for more for actions rather than expressions. The image of the girl fleets, except for her eyes, burns a hole into the fiction segment of your mind. You care too much and become careless with affections. Seem to be two steps ahead, but not paying attention. The caress, or, or is it caress? Uh, it should be the, caress. Yeah. The caress isn't soft. Yeah. I think there's missing an R. The, the, the caress isn't soft, more like a gust than a breeze. Palms are moist with ichor sliding down the sleeves. The fisticuffs connection make revenge so sweet. But you are bitter by the resentment that I keep. Bittersweet to any retreat, stand ready on your feet. The battle fought will be lost by an invaluable cost. Without need for a final word, rather the discontent so incurred. So stand strong and steadfast. Neither love nor life will ever last. Dude, I think that's beautiful. I think it's great. And... Uh, so it probably is caress. I, 
I would spell with C-A-R-R-E-S-S. Uh, it's only one R. Yeah. Yes, that's my mistake. I, I would have misspelled it and I would have gotten nicked on it. But, yeah, um, if you want, I'll, I'll read it. I don't mind reading it. No, Based it's okay. Battle, no, but, like, yeah, I just, I just, oh. I just wanted your, like, if you didn't want me to read it, I wouldn't have read it. I just think it's great. Yeah, my lost. Nope, didn't. I, yeah, I just thought you know, like, maybe, maybe your fans would like to, to hear the author read it. <laughs> well, true. I mean, uh, you know, we can do that on episode three with Mike Church and mm -hmm. Anton Church. Um, yeah, no, because I mean, your voice is. But we can do that when I have a better audio connection with you. Um, Jesus. I mean, you're halfway across the world, and we're talking on... Messenger audio. So that's what's creating a little hiccup, but it's okay. No, see, that's, that's what I mean. Like, that's why I want to take my time with this book. Like... It might take me a year to read this. Just because I, I think about like when I read it, I think about it. I don't just read it and say, okay, like I try to create pictures. I try to create like the, I, I try to recreate the environment you want me to see. Is I think that's why, you know, I, especially as, if it's somebody I know that's writing the book, that's why it takes so long to read it. It's not out of, it's boring me. It's out of, I'm, I'm trying to, pay particular attention to what you want me to vision or I'm I'll vision something and I'll say this is what I saw it's kind of like anybody looking at my artwork you know I might see something and somebody might see something totally different and then I see it with them which is cool too um, but that's that's the whole thing with artistry and and the arts um, but yeah, I am still working on them. Um, I actually started working on the other day on the memoirs. Uh, it's going to come out good because I found my list the titles of chapters that I wanted to do. Finally, after a while, but I was actually in a comfort zone where I wanted to write. So for me, writing, can't just, you can't put me on a spot and I can write it. It's going to come out like shit. But then sometimes we have too much time to think about it and dwell on it that doesn't come out right either i just i have to it's that certain I'm, I'm sure you understand what i'm saying and other people might too it's that certain like it's that certain moment you find where you just start writing and then all of a sudden boom you get involved and then you take all the distractions away from you and you just let it go But so so you're expecting to go out soon. Get out soon. Uh, no idea. But but if if I if my flight doesn't get canceled, then yes, I will be gone. I will be going back. That's when that's when you were like, yeah, because I was like, yeah, finally. I mean, it was so funny. I was downstairs today, and. Uh, they asked me if I needed help because, you know, they saw me struggling a little bit. I was like, no, no, you know, you know me. I'm just like, no, I don't need help. Thank you. I appreciate it. And because uh, I did laundry and it's kind of heavy. I'm, well, I'm not even supposed to be lifting. I, like, I don't care. I, I, I don't, you know me, I'm bullheaded. I don't follow the rules. 
but I don't, I don't, I don't like people. I don't like anybody taking care of me. I, that was my whole standpoint over the summer when I was getting the procedure done, you know, that some of these things were going to occur for a short period of time, not for lifelong. I was like, well, I have a problem with that. I don't like, I don't like that. Like I'm, I'll help anybody, but when it comes to me having somebody help me, I, I don't, I don't like it. It's just, it's just the way it is. Nothing I can do about it. It's just, it's one of my pet peeves. Um, but if I ask for help, it's generally when it's like, okay, things are bad. But I, I've, I've accepted the fact that I need to reach out. So fortunately, a lot of good things are happening um, on that front too, because now I have. Uh, free transportation anywhere. I need to go to a medical appointment. Like I don't have to call somebody up and ask, Hey, by the way, this day, this day, and this day, you know, how much is it going to cost me? Can I give you 40 bucks? And like, this is all free. I have a free service now, <clears throat> which has been nice. And it takes the burden off anybody in my family or my friends. Like enjoy your life. Like don't watch me struggle. I know you want to be here and help, but I mean, I think the, I think when it hit Greg, my brother, when we were all at the house together, is when I had those massive nosebleeds. Right, right. Yeah. That was fucking disgusting. I was like, Jesus, did I just lose half my body's blood? <clears throat> but well, man, it's been great chatting with well, listen, you, Mike. Man, I'm gonna have to get to work now. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say it's been great chatting with you. Um, just send me a, shoot me a message. Let me know you're out. You're in. I'll pray for you that you get out soon. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I still have, I still have a good, I still have a general overall good feeling. You're going to get, you're going to get out. You're going to get home. I can't, I can't imagine that experience because, you know, your girlfriend is just going to, do you get to see her right away or do you have to quarantine again? Uh, I have to quarantine again. <clears throat> and that's for what? Uh, two for more weeks or? Seven, seven days. Seven days. But um, uh, uh, that, that, I'm sure that's going to be an emotional day after you finally get to be home and free. I know, right? Wow. Jesus. Well, brother, I wish you the best. Um, so it's, oh, Jesus, it's only 10 o'clock in the morning. For you, you're just waking up. I mean, you're ready to go. You're ready to go get a little breakfast or lunch in here. No, I, uh, I actually got woken up at 6.30 this morning so they could give me a COVID test. Are you serious? Uh, How do you get food? Do they, yeah, give, you, do they like, give you food? Yeah, they, they, they feed me. They gave me dinner last night and breakfast. But... But the crazy thing is I thought it was like later in the day because everybody was like awake being woken up and told to take this test. I'm not even coherent and they're only talking to me in Chinese and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, right. What is yeah. It, you know? And I'm like so disoriented and, and, and they're making us do this first thing in the morning. And then on top of all that, I can't seem to upload the information because the, the apps are not made for foreigners. Right. They finally send me something for foreigners. And I updated the information, but they're telling me that uh, it's it's still not uh, cleared. And I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Like, 
these are the options I have. You know, you don't make it universal in an international city. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But yeah, they they woke me up at six thirty and then gave me breakfast at seven thirty. But I didn't really have much of an appetite to right. eat because I had to get this uh, activated code to them by eight o'clock, and I still uploaded whatever I could by eight fifteen. And now they're telling me that my information never went through. Well, of course. I don't know. And well, I mean, it is possible that it didn't because of the yeah. But are but then again, you also have to think about are they lying to you because they don't want you to be there because you're a foreigner. Uh, well, I, as my friend said, like the the hotel is gonna want to help me because. Because then they're liable too if I can't get things cleared up. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good to know. See, I always take yeah, the. So now they're calling me down to the front desk, so I really need to get going. Right. Uh, because they really want this cleared up as soon as possible. Hmm. So I will chat with you soon, man. Yeah. Cool, brother.